0: Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI 15. Today is Friday, August 19th, 2022, and this is day 1613 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you. We honor you and praise you. You are so awesome. I thank you so much for loving us unconditionally, even when we don't show love back to you. Thank you so much, Father, for your, um, mercy and grace that you have upon us thank you for creating this day just for us to go forth and fulfill every single purpose that you've given us for today oh lord i thank you for your compassion and um your direction through the power of the holy spirit i ask my lord that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need i ask father that you will speak today that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so very much for tuning in. Just to give you a quick update on Transition Zone, this is Friday uh, report. <laughs> so um, today, with well, with what's going on as of today with Transition Zone, we will be celebrating Uh, The youth who have gone through the summer program, there were 30 or 32 of them, and so we'll be doing that this Sunday, August 21st, at our church, uh, Destiny Life Center, directly across the street from the Royals and uh, Chiefs Stadium. That will be from 3 to 5 p.m. You're more than welcome to come. You'll learn a little more about what we're doing. And you may decide to be a partner with us. Uh, I want to also make sure to thank all of our partners. Uh, Your giving, your sacrificing of your time, and and all of your prayers are so needed. We are ready to launch our Saturday sessions. We're still waiting on funding, but we're going in faith (laughs) we don't have the funding yet to cover uh, at least a thousand a month to cover our uh, the pay for our youth and uh or we're applying for other grants waiting on others to come through we got word back on one that we had applied for that we did not get Uh, but we're going to continue to persevere and we know this is what god has given us to do and the youth are excited and parents are excited so we're going to continue on. Also keep us in mind uh if you're looking to make uh some type of a donation at the end of the year uh, as a write off for your taxes, uh we do we can give you a tax letter. We are a 501c3 nonprofit. So we're excited about the program that's coming up on Sunday and the graduation and then starting our uh our um fall and through spring sessions the uh two, well, usually the first two Saturdays of the month, but we've got a few Saturdays that won't be back to back due to um, the space availability. All right, so that's our update with T-Zone. Thank you all so much. So today's message, let's get to the word. Today's message is change. Change. We talked about this on Wednesday during our Life Talk so, the Lord put it on my heart to share it today. We're coming out of Acts chapter 9, verses 36 through 43. Acts chapter 9, 36 through 43. Change is inevitable. Even while we're sitting here or whatever you're doing, we're changing. Our bodies are changing on the inside and the outside. Every single thing about us changes. Some very subtly, and then after a while, it's uh, very noticeable, the changes that take place as we grow, as we age. So we're going to look at something here that took place, a change that took place in many lives. In uh, Acts 9, starting in verse 36, it says, In Joppa there was a disciple named Tabitha. In Greek, her name is Dorcas. She was always doing good and helping the poor. About that time, she became sick and died and her body was washed and placed in an upstairs room lydda was near joppa so when the disciples heard that peter was in lydda they sent two men to him and urged him please come at once so we notice that um hmm, they did not do with her body that we would typically do when someone transitions on Uh, We don't usually put them in a room and leave them there. We would usually start making plans for the funeral or the home going. In this case, they did not. They washed her body and placed it in an upstairs room. And then they sent for Peter. Verse 39, Peter went with them. And when he arrived, he was taken upstairs to the room. All the widows stood around him, crying and showing him the robes and other clothing that Dorcas had made while she was still with them. She made a great impact on their lives, didn't she? Peter sent them all out of the room. Then he got down on his knees and prayed. (laughs) Turning toward the dead woman, he said, Tabitha, get up. She opened her eyes. And seeing Peter, she sat up. He took her by the hand and helped her to her feet. Then he called for the believers, especially the widows, and presented her to them alive. This came known all over Joppa, and many people believed in the Lord. Peter stayed in Joppa some time with a tanner named Simon. Of course, this is another one of my favorites. <laughs> what is change? So change, the verb is to make or become different. The noun is the act or instance of making or becoming different. So let me go to my points. Point number one. Although Tabitha was dead, the disciples sent for Peter and Peter Lydda. They were ready and willing to change by stepping out on their faith. The common next steps, as I said before, to take when someone dies or or to begin planning the funeral or the home going. But in this case, they did something totally different. Have you ever noticed how, how you'll do a certain thing the same way over and over again and then one day something shifts, something changes, and you decide, let me go a different route to work. Let me find the scenic route because the way I'm going right now uh you know I am more frustrated by the time I get home and I've been going this way for years but but one day something happens and you change and it brings about peace it brings about a calmness right there will be changes in the middle of our journeys then the widows uh Tabitha was serving with her gifts were in tears You see, they too had gone through major changes. The death of their husbands, for one. Their lifestyles have become drastically different after their husbands transitioned on. Thinking about a drastic change that may have taken place in their lives, think about what has taken place in your own life. What are you dealing with now? What is a drastic change you have encountered that has turned your world possibly upside down? And you're trying to figure out, what do I do now? And the Lord is saying, I'm with you. I will show you and I will direct you. These women as widows, they were typically thrown into poverty if they did not have a son uh, to help and to take on the father's role. But Tabitha blessed them. And these women were changed because of her. Number two, Tabitha changed many lives in a good way by always doing good and helping the poor, by making robes and other clothing. We too can change the way we serve others and make a great impact in their lives, also causing them to change in a good way. What changes have you made to help others? What does that look like? I can think about the change God has Put on my heart the change in shifting from for-profit business to non-profit business (laughs) and from working with the youth and seeing the changes in their lives. Not only is it a blessing to them, but it is a blessing to me as well. I would imagine Tabitha was blessed because of it. You know, it feels so good doing the work of God and seeing the changes take place before our very eyes. You know, it is amazing. And then to see God in work, in action, because, you know, good and well, it's not something you can do on your own. We see our children grow up and change. And and sometimes we wonder, you know, are they going to really remember what I've taught them? Are they ever going to get past this stage? (laughs) Will they ever change from this adolescent to these from these sometimes rebellious teenage years not all but some right my oldest daughter Ooh, man <laughs> it was a challenge when she reached 13 or so and it went seemed like it went on for eternity <laughs> we were constantly bumping heads and you know uh, it was it was something but i as a parent had to make sure she understood that and but yet still listening to her what her voice, what she was saying and what she was wanting. So it was a give and take, and that was a change, a shifting, a major shifting for me because I'd never experienced that before. She was my first and my oldest. So she changed from, you know, allowing me to pick out all of her clothes and doing all these things to, you know, I am independent now. And, and that started way before 13. But of course, I should. I should honor that and understand that, yeah, this is time for you to be independent, right? Uh, but the back talk, <laughs> that was a whole other story. <laughs> we worked through it, and she is just turned out to be a magnificent adult, a magnificent human being helping others. She just left and uh, here from Kansas City, going back to Texas, went back yesterday and spent the Uh, about four days with us, and it was wonderful. And she's blessed us with T-shirts for Transition Zone. And yeah, just always giving, always, always. Things change. Third, prayer is an instrumental part of our armor that will bring about change. Peter shut the door and prayed for Tabitha. Many times we'll have to make that change, uh, even after praying shutting others out, shutting the door out of confusion, of distractions, of uh, naysayers, whatever it is, we're going to have to shut certain ones out. As God is saying, I'm making this adjustment in your life, and that adjustment is going to be a change in who you associate with and who you... um, participate with in certain things. A major change. Uh, Then uh, fourth, when he presented her uh, to the people alive and well, many souls were changed. They became believers in Jesus Christ. Our very actions of love will lead many to Jesus. That is our goal, right? The goal is to Uh, lead people to Christ, building the kingdom of God. I have read this article, and I'll share some of the points out of um, Psychology Today about change. And it says, change can be frightening. Often we will resist it. Our instinct to continue on the same path is strong, even when it's making us unhappy or unhealthy. For example, you stay in a bad relationship or continue in a career you hate long after the first red flag screaming at you to get out first appear. In in behavioral economics, this is known as the sunk cost fallacy. You continue to invest in something because of how much you already invested. You think to yourself, I've already put two years into this relationship. If I get out now, those two years will have been a waste. So instead of accepting the discomfort of change, you stay with the partner you're not happy with. When you do eventually get out, you'll have wasted even more years than you would have if you'd accepted the need to change earlier. Now, as believers, uh, you don't necessarily get out of a relationship just because, you know, you're not agreeing. You work through that. But if it is a very, if it is a hostile environment uh, where there is verbal and physical abuse, absolutely get out of that situation ASAP. God never intended for any of us to go through anything like that. So that is a necessary change. And we need to understand, even if it's not in a relation, it doesn't have to be in a, a marriage or a dating relationship. Uh, it can be on your job where you're hoping it gets better and you're like, I've invested, you know, 15 years. I plan to retire from here. And God is saying, I want you to go over here. I want you to start this business. I want you to go and begin to volunteer with this organization, And you've gotten into this comfort zone and God is saying, no, 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 it's time for a shift. It's time to change. The other thing they said was to make change easier, we have to get comfortable with not knowing. And that to me, y'all, is that walking in faith. We're afraid of change because we don't know what the future in which we accept change looks like. But we think we know what the future will look like if we reject it. The problem is that it just isn't It just is true. This relationship might be unhealthy, but I don't know if life as a single person will be any better. This is what you might think. In this situation, you're assuming that your relationship can't get any worse. But it can, of course. You can't predict the future in either direction. You have to frame the choice uh, that I will... Stay happy if I change my situation. Happiness is a possibility. Which would I prefer? So instead of coming up with a negative way or negative um, uh, concept or, you know, based upon the change you need to make, come up with a positive one. You know, come up with, you know, hey, the glass is half full instead of half empty. And then find change role models. Think back on times in your life when you were scared of change, but you accepted it, and the change turned out well. These can be examples from loved ones' um, loved ones' lives, too. You're probably surrounded by change role models, people who were scared of making big adjustments in their lives, but, but did so and are happier for it. Look at, you've got many examples all around you, and begin to look at the changes they've made. We talked about that Wednesday night. It was a really good conversation. One of the changes in my own life, me and my husband, you know, since we're getting older, changes in my husband's health uh, have shifted many things. Uh, Instead of him doing the things he would typically do, like taking out the trash or, you know, um, going to the store and um, or both of us going and him helping me get everything in and out of the car. Those things have shifted uh, because he's not able to lift much or do, you know, a lot of getting out and about. So I now do those things. I take out the trash. You know, I do a lot of the heavy lifting. And uh, now he does, it's interesting, He's does cooking more where I used to do all those things. But the change is taking place. And sometimes, I'll tell you for sure, it will be hard. But, you know, lean in instead of pulling back. Lean into the change and understand that God is with you. He is going to work it all out. It is a process in many uh, instances and understanding that and knowing that God will bring you all through it. So, yeah, we were at Costco, I don't know if I shared this with y'all or not, but we were in Costco earlier this week, and um, my husband uh, had to go in and get his picture taken for his card, and he finally went in, you know, he had he had always taken me to the store over the last three years and just would sit in the car, because he couldn't be really exposed to anyone uh, that may have been sick. And he did not like wearing the mask because it made it hard for him to breathe. It also does that for me. And so he he got out and he went in and, and he can't walk very far uh, without it being discomfort, being uh, uncomfortable. So he got one of their carts, And uh, so he went to get his picture taken. And I said, well, I'll be over, you know, getting all of our other stuff while you're doing that. And I said, just meet me over there. He said, okay. So he came over, and he was right behind me all along. I didn't even know it, riding behind me on his little cart. And then we got over to the meats, which he always loves, you know, would love picking out the meats. And he's just rolling down the counter, looking at all the meats. And I'm over, you know, a distance away, like, will you come on? <laughs> I'm, I'm like, come on. And the Lord said, no, 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 leave him alone. Uh, this is A change. This is different for him. He hasn't been in a store in three years, understanding that he is absorbing all of this. And I thought, "Uh aha, thank you, Lord. And so the Lord is changing me too to be more patient. And in his case, you know, just enjoying that moment with him and seeing, like, you know, feeling his enthusiasm as well. It was really a beautiful moment and to see that. And I just, you know, watched him as he looked at everything and he was just amazed at how high things had gotten. (laughs) And it was just really, it was a priceless moment. And we talked about that afterward and how it must've felt to, to be back in the store. And uh, riding around on your own and doing it. What about you? What changes is God making in your life that you might be pushing against? Or maybe you're the change model for someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and when someone is watching and they're asking you questions, be ready to share it with them and and do it in love and honestly sharing how it feels and what it looks like as you have made major changes in your life. Now, the best change you can ever make is to accept Jesus as your Savior. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That, my friend, is the ultimate. (laughs) I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, jackieb like org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org. Learn more about what we're doing with our youth, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, entrepreneurship development, peer mediation, and human and sex trafficking awareness. Please become a partner with us. You will not be sorry. Uh, You will be planting in good ground, in good soil. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.